Shut up and sit down. What is up, everybody? What is up? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 68 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And Scott's out sick. Ah, Scott's out sick. Scott's, Scott's out sick. Scott's actually not out sick, but he's not here, but you know what? It's better just saying Scott's out sick. Yeah, it's no <laughs> fun to say he's, I don't know, at a wedding or something. Well, have we ever played the song for, like, the podcast audience? I think uh, we had it as an intro one time. Not the Scott's Out Sick one. I think we did the other one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we do you, did. Do you have the Scott's Out Sick song available? Mm, may, like I said, maybe by the end of the podcast, I could dig it uh, out. Uh, <laughs> think, it's not handy right now, but I said we will, we will get the Scott's Out Sick uh, jingle going. Right. So, if, yeah, if you're a longtime listener, you want to stick around to the end so you can find, hear uh, the origin story of Scott's Out Sick. It's, a, it's, it's an amazing song. It's an STS guy's classic. It is an STS guy's classic. So what's going on this week, guys? Like I said, I missed I missed last week, but uh, awesome podcast. Like I said, I uh, I enjoyed being an audience member and actually listening to you guys talk. Yeah, thanks, man. It was a it was an awesome week last week. We got to go to Ace Comic Con. If you guys did not see that episode and you want to know about Ace Comic Con, I suggest that you listen to it. We had a great time. We talked about our experience. Uh, we did miss Jeremy, but he was with us in that episode in the uh, in the chat. So uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it was awesome. You guys did amazing job. So like, definitely kudos to all you guys. Kudos to Scott for for trying that 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 intro. That intro is not the easiest thing to do when you're not used to doing it. <laughs> um, so but he did he did a good job. Like I said, all you guys did a great job. So uh, kudos to all of you guys. And special kudos out to one very special STS guys member today, Larry. Larry, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> oh it's larry's birthday yeah, happy birthday larry oh thank you guys birthday podcast nothing, nothing like getting older hey you know what <laughs> we're right there with you buddy <laughs> right right there with you we're all getting older larry yep so what, what but that's what, cool man yeah what's been going on this week so what do we do this week it's been a week that's it's been a week guys it has quite been the week. week no it was a good week it was a very uh, good week it's always a good week we we like we were busy. Uh, we met up with you for lunch on Friday. That was fun. I got smashed at Smash Burger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get smashed, but I did enjoy that burger. Yeah, you got those smash fries. That's right. Yeah, I, I said I was. I was telling. I said. I said my family. I'm like I'm about to be not only unemployed but also homeless. And so I'm like <laughs> I'm unemployed and homeless. I said I'm I'm rocking I'm rocking both. Yeah. Um, well, this is. Didn't you say this is going to be your last podcast in Arizona? Uh, I might do. Like I said I might do one more. I said, but it won't be in this specific location. Okay, I see. We're running on the, that's that's the birthplace of the STS guys, right there. Like your house is where we recorded the first ever episode. Yes, so. in this very in this very room. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it'll it's definitely it, uh, it's bittersweet, but we're happy for your move and what you're doing though. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm just lucky. Lucky found a house. I said. There's a yeah. brand new STS Guys studio in the making, and it's going to be 100 times even better than this one, so I am super excited. Yeah, from what you've told me, I'm excited to see that new room, because it's going to be amazing. 
Me too. It's going to be rad. Yep. Absolutely. You know what? You know what else we did though? Well, Jeremy and I went to uh, see Kevin Smith live on Thursday. Uh, What's it called? Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, Hollywood Babylon with uh, Kevin Smith and Rolf Garman. It's a weekly podcast where they kind of like talk like all sorts of like Hollywood news, um, but they kind of put like their Kevin Smith kind of comedy on it as well. It's 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 a it's a good show. It's a long show, but it's a good show. I'm interested to hear about that. So, like, do they cover any specific topic, or is it just kind of shooting the shit? It's a it's, it's a mix. Um, so, so there's a there's a mix of like they react to basically some like user submitted uh, questions and answers and stuff like that. So, for example, for those of you who don't know, um, so Kevin Smith obviously is Kevin Smith, but Ralph Garman is uh, is a is an actor and also a voice actor. So he also did, he did some of the voices for Rick and Ralph. Um, he's been in a couple different movies as well. Um, so he does a lot of his voice acting talents throughout this podcast. And so what will end up happening is uh, uh, listeners will write in saying, you know, hey, you know what? It'd make my day if you could say some say X, Y, Z phrase or say do this, do this specific kind of skit in this yeah. specific in voice. This voice. Yeah. yeah, right. It was interesting. Yeah. Like I had never like I, I, this is my first Hollywood Babylon experience. Um, I think yeah, I would have enjoyed it more if I would have understood the inside jokes a little bit better. <laughs> uh, but it was still it was still funny and good. Yeah, like they'd be like, "Hey, Ralph Garman, do this in Donald Trump's voice," and then he would do it in Donald Trump's voice, and it was pretty awesome. He's very talented. Yeah, so That's cool. And then like so then they'll go through so then they'll go through like different stories and different things, and then at the very end they always end with my very favorite thing. It's the the same thing they do every week. It's Liam Neeson's cock. So Liam Neeson's cock is so big. And then they go into a whole litany of stories of why it's so big. Um, every week it's something new. And it's been that th- it's been that way since forever. And so like I said it's it was a good show. Um, but one thing we did get to see there uh, was probably one of the probably most amazing experiences ever. Um, we actually got to see uh, some footage, didn't we, Larry? Uh, we did. We got to watch the brand new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer with Kevin Smith. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool, right? Because like, 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 well, like Jeremy said, it's kind of a movie, loosely movie-related podcast uh, slash show. So at the end, we watched a couple trailers. Oh, Watching cool. Far From Home, Far From Home, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, it's because I don't know if you guys saw this earlier in the week. Did you see you guys ever watch like Kevin Smith movie rea- like trailer reactions? I don't think okay. I've ever watched any except for this one. Yeah. So like I said, he I, had I a Spider-Man he had a crazy trailer reaction to seeing uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character with the full fishbowl like Mysterio action going on in in that. Um, and I said, it's, I said, it was kind of cool to basically be able to actually watch that trailer again with him and, and him like talking, Oh yeah, there's the fishbowl or Hey, there's this, or Hey, there's uncle Ben's suitcase or, you know, all this other thing, stuff that was going on. So it was, it was actually a really cool experience. So talking about that experience, Alex, so what do you guys think about that trailer? Trailer was a, it was a doozy, man. It was, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because I'm glad of what it showed, but I'm almost afraid of what it showed. It kind of painted the story a lot for me. And that's what I felt like one thing that Homecoming did 
Um, I, I still hope they surprise us, but overall, I'm excited for sure. You know, it's Marvel, Spider-Man, it's more Tom Holland. Um, I said this earlier in the week. I don't know if you want to get into this now, but it's like it's kind of already telling us what happens in Endgame. At least if it's after Endgame, then we sort of know that, okay, Peter's back. But that's that's what I want to ask you guys. Like, when do you think this takes place? I Like, I feel like it has to be after Endgame. Um, but I don't know. I, it could mess with the timeline. Um, but didn't one of the producers or somebody... Somebody went out there and said, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Far From Home definitely takes place after Endgame or so- something like that. So who who knows? We know Endgame's got time travel stuff. So like really anything's kind of fair game at this point. Like that's the one mystery that maybe will be solved in uh, after we see Avengers Endgame. But maybe not. Maybe so, it doesn't matter. Who knows? So uh, so. In terms of my thoughts, I think I'm gonna go with because Amy Pascal. So I said the yeah she uh she went on when this the marketing for this movie originally came out. Um, she basically said that this takes place moments after the end of uh the the, the Avengers Endgame. Um, she didn't use the word Endgame specifically. She basically said moments after. Basically, yeah. in Avengers Four, Avengers right? Because it hadn't been named yet. Mm. So, but then here's the weird thing. So, um, then there were some clarifying remarks, and this is this is where it got kind of confusing, and this is where I'm kind of puzzled, and this is kind of where I'm like, okay, this this is leaning more towards that time travel aspect of of uh, of uh, Avengers: Infinity War, and and can kind of tie in Endgame as well. Is they were saying that it takes place before Endgame, but after Infinity War. Hmm. So that makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. So, well, and and if you if you kind of think of that, so after Infinity War, obviously, you know, Peter's dust at that point in time, and so is Nick yeah. Fury and everybody else. But before Endgame, so whatever they do in Endgame changes the past, rewrites it, and then basically Endgame, quote unquote, never exists it exists at that point in time because of time travel, and then goes back and forth and. Basically, the Infinity War wraps up as the end of the Infinity War. Yeah, I know someone has, yeah, someone has suggested as well that it might have been in between Homecoming and Infinity War, uh, because I guess there was a scene where they showed his passport and it was kind of grayed out, so you couldn't really tell the date. So they're maybe being elusive about it because of that. But yeah, I mean, a lot of possibilities. I, I feel it's weird if it is after Endgame to show us that he's alive. Because that's a big cliffhanger of Infinity War. You know, they build the whole movie up to this one scene. And then you see everybody dusted. And now it's kind of answered before Endgame has even started. So Russ in the chat says, that makes my head hurt. <laughs> makes my head hurt too, man. Like, I don't, that's why I don't know if it really matters. Like, I think we all knew Spider-Man wasn't going to stay dead. He was yeah. going to be back. So whatever. We'll figure out why and how. And it'll still be interesting. Like... It doesn't. It doesn't take anything away from Endgame for me. True, but you know what does take away from uh, Far From Home for me? <laughs> All that crap that they showed that they didn't need to show. Um, like you said, man. Like uh, Jeremy and I were talking the other day after the Kevin Smith thing. Um, like that whole Nick, the whole uh, the whole scene with Nick Fury and Peter Parker's friend. Yeah, I can't remember that kid's name. 
uh, the Asian kid when he gets shot in the neck with the dart. You didn't need to show me all that. Like, like, um, like that should have been safe for the movie, man. Like you could have showed me that Nick Fury was there. I don't have to see how he gets introduced. Um, cause like when they get kids shot in the neck, were you guys thinking, Oh, this is the bad guy. Like, Oh, is this Mysterio? So that's what I thought. Right. You took that away from me in, in the movie when that scene happens. It was really, so that I can't talk. Supposed to be like high tension or whatever. I already know what happens because I saw it in the trailer. No, yeah. no, I, I agree. I, I, I think honestly, Larry, I think literally you could have done just a Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury voiceover at that point in time. You didn't even need to show yeah. anything. You just like, this is like, hey, you know what? You're coming with me, and then that's all you yeah. hear, and then, and then you do the, uh, and then you do the part where Tom Holland's like, I think Nick Fury just hijacked our vacation. You can still do that. Yeah, um, right. and then I think they show him like in a in a building or something too, just looking out the window. That's all he had to show. We know his voice. We know who he is. We know like this is ten years of these movies. You don't need to show how Nick Fury uh, like su- surprise on the screen in the first trailer. Yep, too I, I too agree. much. And maybe like I'm over like maybe I'm overly critical because like Nate said that Homecoming trailer showed way too much. Um, so like the first time I watched Far From Home trailer, I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then like that night, I went home and I watched it again, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I think they showed me just a little bit too much. Yeah. Even I mean, that. Even the very sorry. Even the very end uh, with what is it, Flash Thompson, and he's making the joke about how much he loves Spider Man, but Peter's a dickwad. Yeah. Like, you didn't need to show me that. That was too much. That would have been a funny, funny moment. <laughs> in the actual movie like come on guys you're doing too much yeah they showed a lot about the story i mean even the happy hogan thing yeah um now we know that him and ma have some kind of relationship going on yeah that that was that was another one where um they showed me a little bit too much of the scene you could have just left it as oh hey look happy's here and he's sort of hidden on aunt may like you don't you didn't have to show me the entire dialogue basically from that scene right Plus, even the the elementals that I think that's what they're calling them, they showed us at least what two or three of them, uh, and then they keep confirming that there's at least four. I, I just wish stuff like that wouldn't come out, you know. Just yeah. maybe show us Mysterio flying around. Yeah, you uh, don't need to, sh- you know, show us the. He doesn't have to be fighting the bad guy, or right. You know, he doesn't have to be fighting anybody. Just introduce him and look like that one scene. You don't want a part of this, and it looks like he's attacking Spider-Man. Just show us that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that would it. Have been awesome. Yeah. That would have created a lot more suspense for me. I, I think I said I, so. I, I completely agree with you guys. I think there's a lot they could have cut out. I think I'm hoping I'm hoping that they learn their lesson from the homecoming trailer a, a little bit more um, in regards to like being able to cut, like, like cut some of that stuff out. Cut some of the, the stuff out, and it's I'm hoping this is one of those trailers that's creatively done. So like, yeah, for example, like. They wrote like this trailer like look, makes it look like Mysterio is basically an ally rather than I said rather than one of the rogues, and I'm hoping like I said this is basically you know what that turning point of like you know what it's hey it's, it's setting this all up but then these are the events that you're shown but then all these other events are actually happening that it actually isn't the case, um, so I, I'm hoping there's a lot of misdirection in this trailer um, that I know. There's trailers that said that the Infinity War had a, a ton of misdirection on there. 
in regards to like stuff that didn't even exist or stuff that they edited out or stuff that they creatively done. Um, so I'm hoping they did a lot of that with this trailer as well, where like it, they showed us a lot, but is it a lot of, Hey, they want us to assume all this other stuff going in and then assume some, and once we actually see it, it's something completely different. I think you're giving them way too much credit. <laughs> I hope well, you're right, but I I'm, feel hope, like I'm, I'm hoping, it. I'm hoping, I hope I am right. I hope I am right. I really hope for that too. Cause it, this is the first movie where I feel like they've given us too much since homecoming. Because yes. um, Infinity War, they did a great job. Ant-Man and the Wasp, they didn't really show us a ton. Um, and, and yeah, now Endgame supposedly, like all the Endgame marketing is only going to show stuff in the first fifteen minutes. That, yeah, that's right? true. Like, that's, you can't show me that much if you're only showing me the first couple minutes. Right, yeah. Endgame trailer. I don't feel like I don't much about what's going on. I'm still no. pretty confused. Yeah, right. Yeah. We know they're trying to get together to figure out how to stop Thanos, but we but we already knew that. This right. one, you get major plot points. I, I don't know. Um, the other thing, the other big issue I had with it is it shows too many of his suits. Uh, yes. Right? Like, it shows he's got the, I don't know, the flying squirrel thing or whatever. I didn't need to see that. In <laughs> uh, the suit's what? It's black, right? So it's black and red. It's not the, the it's not the uh, homecoming suit. So he's yeah. got a new suit there. He's got that stealth suit that they don't even do anything with other than show it for a split second. Um I didn't need to see that. Why did you have to show me that already? Let me be surprised that, oh, cool, he got this really cool where they suit. Show, where, now, they like, sh- where, they, where they show that in trailer? I, I must have missed that part. It, it's, it's like just, a... It's, yeah, it's a split second. Yeah, it's super quick. He just flips his goggles down. Yeah, like the it. all black... I, get, I think it's a stealth suit, right? It's all black. The noir one, yeah. like the... What looks like the Spider-Man noir suit. Like, Kinda, yeah. yeah, but it's, yeah. it's not. Um, they actually... Like, I Googled it to, to, to try to find out more. Um, they actually had the, the suits on display at uh, the Comic-Con in Brazil, where this trailer originally was shown like a couple of weeks or months ago. Um, so like they actually had those suits on display. Again, I think that's a missed opportunity. Let me be surprised when I actually get to the movie. You don't need to show me that stuff right away. Yeah. No, I mean, it still got me excited for the movie. I mean, we don't want to totally oh, yeah. drag on it. You know, oh, yeah. But, it's it's going to be good. Right. <laughs> I'm going to see it opening day. Yeah, I mean, I want to see it really bad. And I love the classic Mysterio look. I'm so glad they kept the fishbowl. They kept his cape. You know, it got his armor that looks really nice. I mean, they did a really good job with Mysterio's design, in my opinion. Well, I think so, too. That, and like I said, to kind of kind of the Kevin Smith's point, um, like I said, like, if you watched his reaction, like I said, there's, there's like little Easter egg things that are throughout that trailer uh, that, are, that are pretty cool. Um, like, so one of them is, for example, the suitcase that, that he's using is, is Uncle Ben's suitcase. So it actually has Uncle Ben's initials on it. Um, one of the other kind of cool things. So when they're on the boat, I don't know if you guys saw this. When they're on the boat, it has basically the, the letter, the letters ASM 212 on the back. And the reason why that's significant is that's actually the first appearance of Hydro Man. Yeah, um, I saw that. So that's pretty cool. So like I said, it's all these little things that are, that are like sprinkled throughout. And I, I love it when movies do that. Um, I like that we kind of saw a couple of these in the, in the trailer saying, you know what? Hey, you know what? They're still paying tribute to the kind of the hardcore fans of, you know what? Let's go ahead and put some of these different things in there. If for anything, you know what? The, you know, the hardcore fans are going to be able to pick those out. But Nate, to your point, like I said, that, that classic Mysterio look, I'm so glad they went with that just because they could have gone so many different other ways. Um, I said, and I think this is, like I said, besides, Robert Downey Jr. and Spider-Man. This is the only other like full-on masked character that we've seen in the MCU. 
Yeah. Can you think of anybody else that has like a full on mask? I think I think it's just Iron Man and Spider Man that have the full that have a full on mask. And so I, don't, I know they don't like masking characters. Black Panther. Well, yeah, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, but they but like like they Black Panther's got his mask off half the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Cap doesn't even wear his little hat mask thing very much. Well, yeah, and to be fair, we saw him without his fishbowl on before they showed yeah. us the fishbowl. Yeah. You know, it was. Clearly Jake Gyllenhaal, and then bam, he's flying around fighting whatever that thing is. Yeah. So, uh, Albessa, Chunky Monkey for Life, what's up? I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, Albessa. What's up, Albessa? Thanks for she, coming in. She asked about when it's supposed to take place. We, we talked about that for a minute. Like, uh, Jeremy said, it, it, they, some uh, producers and stuff said that it's after Endgame, but before Infinity War. It makes no sense. So, I feel like nobody really knows. Don't try to wrap your brain around it. It's just going to make your head hurt. Ask Russ. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think Endgame's going to have something that is going to maybe make that possible. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> to Larry's point, we really don't know. We're just kind of speculating on what could possibly happen. Somebody has said that it might take place between Homecoming and Infinity War. You know, could be anything, really, I think. I think one thing that that I do have to say that I I really like about these Spider-Man movies is they even though like I said it's a loaned out character, it's a very good tie. I said they they tie it very good into the MCU. Um, like it's typically like I said a lot of times Sony has kind of like screwed the pooch on a couple different things. That Venom movie was god awful. Um, so, sorry, sorry if you like that, or anybody. Like I said, I, I just, I watched it. I, I never watched it in the theater. Um, so I, I said I had actually ordered it. I uh, watched it when I got home. I said on on 4K Blu-ray, and yeah, it just, it was bad. It was. You can just, tell it's difficult for you to say because I know you love Venom. I love so Venom like, so uh, much. Like I said, I, I have identified with that character. Like I said, he, like I said, created by one of my all-time favorite comic book artists and creators, Todd McFarlane. Uh, back when he worked with Marvel Comics, like I said, I have the first appearance. Like I said, of, of Venom, like I said, at, in comic book form. It's I've wanted to have like I said that movie for such a long time, but then like I said it just it just wasn't good at all. Um, so I, like I said I'm I'm glad to see that you know what that Marvel like I said Marvel Studios has a direct tie in and a direct basically kind of influence into a lot of the way these movies works. Um, and then, like I said, kind of kudos to, you know, the director of Homecoming, who's, also, you know, the return director for, for Far From Home, is I think, like I said, he captured kind of that magic of the MCU in home, in, in Homecoming. And then I, from just from this trailer, it looks like he's capturing it again uh, in, in Far From Home. No, I agree. I like the feel, the fact that they can have Nick Fury in it. You know, they can have Happy in it, whatever, have Iron Man in Homecoming. Like, it's really cool. And it feels like the same universe, which is awesome. Hopefully they figure out the Venom stuff. There's still time because that Venom movie, even though Jeremy didn't like it, it made a ton of money. It did make it. And they're making a second one. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I have to say, it wasn't that bad. (laughs) I had really low expectations and it wasn't that bad. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tom Hardy was probably the best part about that movie. Yeah, he was all right. So hopefully but, they can fi- like maybe maybe because it made so much money, like Sony can get with uh like Kevin Feige and be like, look, 
we got yeah we got tom hardy who killed it as venom yeah maybe our story was a little off point help us figure out how to bring venom into the mcu and they can do it that would be that would be awesome yeah it's, i think it's not because of how much money it made it's not out of the question no absolutely Ooh, uh beyond the blast doors is hanging out in the chat what's up guys they say Tom Hardy would make a dope Wolverine. That's an interesting choice. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get over Hugh Jackman yeah. being Wolverine. I mean, he has just nailed the role so well. I know they just killed him off, but yeah. I have a feeling he might come back at some point. I hope so. Hugh I'm with you. I, I can't see anyone else. Yeah. I can't see anyone else as Wolverine. It's going to be hard. I think Tom Hardy's got the the body type for it because he's a little bit shorter and he's bulky. And that's kind of like Wolverine. You know, you probably have to go like somebody unknown. I don't know if you can go like, you know, somebody as recognizable as Tom Hardy. I think that's the only way you could sell it for me. Otherwise, I'm just going to see Tom Hardy. You know know what the funny thing is? Like I said, Hugh Jackman has just owned the iconicness of Wolverine compared to like who Wolverine almost was. You you guys know who almost played Wolverine in the original X-Men movie, right? Uh, Tom Hanks. No. Tom Cruise. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Oh, no way. Uh, yes, what? Danny DeVito was almost Wolverine. Ugh. Like I said, that would have been a big short, mistake. It's because, right, it's because little of guy? The, yeah, it's because of the stature of Wolverine. And so, yeah, but Danny DeVito is not, I mean, Wolverine's short, but he's like ripped. You know, he's That's super the, strong. Yeah, the height is the only characteristic yeah. Danny DeVito has. Maybe he's yeah. a little hairy or something, but that's, that's all they have in common with Wolverine. Yeah, like I said, back in the day, it was, it was, supposed, to be, it was supposed to be Danny DeVito. Wow. That doesn't make any sense. Just, at just, all. Just, just think of that. Like, so the guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. The Penguin. That's right? Funny. Wasn't he the Penguin in Batman Returns? Yeah, he was. He yeah, was the, the Penguin. penguin. Uh, yeah. The guy from Twins? Yep, Twins. That's yes. the movie with, yeah, yeah, Schwarzenegger? Danny DeVito was a big deal in the, the Sunny in Phil- Philadelphia. Yeah, Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy just said that, Nate. You need to start listening when we <laughs> well, say well, things. I, 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 I got to call you out, Nate, because like I said, <laughs> listen, I actually listened to the podcast again. Um, I said yesterday. Uh, it's uh, Larry went into this whole spiel of the cyborg, of the cyborg, the carded cyborg. Like, hey, you know what? I had the entire Kenner superpowers line. I had this. The, the only one I had or didn't have was a cyborg, and I just, I just, my jaw dropped when I saw it. this this entire at least two minute conversation about this cyborg that you then bring up like it's never been mentioned at all. No, I I, I was listening in. I I feel bad because sometimes I'll be watching the chat or reading the chat or I'm reading about something that I want to talk about. But I do listen to you guys. I am sorry. It's funny. I just we have to give you shit, Nate. Like those, oh, it's, okay. it's amazing. Funny. It's what makes the podcast fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Scott. Look at that. He jumped in the chat to say hello. What's Glad up, you're Scott? feeling better, buddy. <laughs> Scott's out sick. Um. Speaking oh, yeah. of some other trailers, though, like I said, there there was. Some... Oh, wait. Before we move on from Spider-Man, as you can see, I have a homemade suit Spider-Man from Mezco Toys which I dropped an unboxing video earlier this week. If you guys have not checked it out, please go check it out. It's on our channel. Really cool figure. And he's hanging out with me this podcast. Nice. Yeah, Nate's actually got quite a few Mezco figures lately. Um, and he's done unboxing videos for all of them. We keep forgetting to bring it up on the podcast. But yeah, 
Uh, check out our channel. Just search STS Guys on YouTube if you're watching an audio format. Don't forget we record live every Saturday night on YouTube. So hit that sub button, hit that bell so you get that notification. Um, I actually ha I recorded a Funko Pop mystery box unboxing video too. Uh, the same night, uh, same night uh, Nate did his, so I didn't want to drop it the same day. So I'll probably throw that up tomorrow on Sunday. So if you are one of those audio listeners that uh, Boom Loot Toys mystery box uh, unboxing video will be up on our channel. I have not heard of this. I said I, I, I am now going to have to tune tune in as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm excited. I caved and bought one of those mystery boxes. Nice. Let's just say I won't do it again. <laughs> Larry, I thought you've learned your lesson with mystery boxes. Yeah, no. I mean, the eBay mystery boxes were fun, but I took a chance. I saw this one pop up on Instagram. There were some cool grails and stuff you could get. It was a good price, so I gave it a shot. But yeah, I think you definitely want to see what crappy pop All I right. got. So, so Larry, I said, let's do this. From now on, we're accountability buddies. Let's. Like I said, <laughs> if you ever want to buy another mystery box, so I'll run it by you first, and you run it by me, so that way All we right. remind each other how shitty that deal really is. That's that is that is fair. I I would I would much rather go to shoemystore.com and just pick out the pop that I want to get and enter code STS guys at checkout and save ten percent. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> and if you didn't know, Funko. And Shumi dropped some amazing stuff this week. There's some really cool comments that have been coming out. Um, right, They had the Michael Jordan pop last week. That thing's on fire. You can get that at Shumi. They dropped that really cool Wayne Gretzky in the LA Kings jersey. That's on pre-order on Shumi. That uh, new Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you pop. That's for pre-order on Shumi. And again, if you enter that code STS, guys, at checkout, you save 10, 10, 10%. Shilling. It's like a little <laughs> yeah like they dropped so much cool stuff i felt like i couldn't just keep tweeting it out like i i didn't want to i didn't want to fill our pages with just shooby codes all the time but uh funko's been killing it, this hey, week. it well there's one thing that we can't forget to mention what? uh that was, that was also up for pre-order is the zoolander pops oh you're right oh nice yeah you can get the whole bundle yeah right? you can get the whole set with the chase from shoomy too so shoomystore.com uh jeremy did you see the the Colonel Sanders Kentucky Fried Chicken Pop that is, uh, leaked out today. Is it real? It's real, and it's available for pre-order on Amazon. But if you wait, <laughs> you can get it at Shuby too, I'm sure, next week. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's I, real. I, it's, it's on Amazon. It, like, uh, somebody, uh, like some hot topic had it. Yeah. Like, it, it looks... It's out there. It looks... Uh, I, I forgot who did the, the custom of that one a while ago. It looks exactly like that person's custom. Like, yeah, it's like it's a to cool the comment. T. Like it looks like cause I thought that's what I thought it was at first. I thought it was that. Uh, I, I mean, I wish I could remember the person's name who did that. Yeah, uh, I remember that, seeing it. But that, that but custom he, it was awesome. He's got his glasses. He's holding that little bucket of fried chicken. It's it's a really cool pop. I'm I'm excited to to be able to get that one. And so, I'm like, I'm cutting I'm cutting back, but man, like like just when you like really just when you think Funko's kind of like slipping a little bit, like they just bring all these awesome pops that I can't say no to back to back to back. Like it's, it's been cool. And like, for, for me, it's like, like I said, I'm super picky now, but like that Jordan I had to get that in right away. I kind of want that Britney pop. I got, I got my scrubs pops on pre-order. I can't, I haven't been as excited as anything uh, in a long time as I'm excited for those scrubs pops. Um, I think they're starting to come out too. So hopefully my pre-order com comes in soon. And now they got Colonel Sanders. Dude, I need Colonel Sanders. I am, I am totally going for, for the Colonel. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't collect Funko, but like Larry was talking about, it's crazy how many different licenses they get and how often they drop new stuff. Um, you know, Funko definitely delivers. Yeah. Uh, Russ said, uh, he asked if we saw the new Shazam pop. I haven't seen anything for, for a new Shazam pop yet, but, uh, I'm interested. I'll go look for that. Did you see it, Jeremy? I have not. No. Yeah. I didn't spend, like, I was busy. I was busy, uh, packing stuff all day. So I, I didn't spend all day on Instagram like I usually do on Saturdays, but, uh, I'll have to go. I'll go have to check it out. I haven't been on Reddit all day, too. Oh my God. What's wrong with me? <laughs> no. I literally have not been on Reddit at all today. That's Larry, insane. what's happening to you? Yeah. It's insane. That's how busy I was. Speaking of busy, you know who else has been busy? That Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. I said the son. <laughs> uh, I said the, the son and the original producer of Ghostbusters dropping not only news, but also what a teaser trailer should be in Ghostbusters 3. Uh, so obviously you guys, you guys watch this. This was also another trailer that me and Larry actually watched with Kevin Smith. Um, I said during his podcast, uh, I don't know. This to me was, I said the perfect teaser trailer in terms of teaser trailers. I said, it's basically saying, guess what? The movie's coming. And literally they did that with three, with three specific things. Hey, you know what? It's spooky music. They sh- they flash the back of the car and then the power the, the power on of the proton pack. It's those three set. I said, I said especially that sound of the proton pack. It just gets you jazzed up for summer twenty twenty for Ghostbusters three, a sequel. Not like I said, not a reboot, not a not not anything like that. An actual sequel to I said uh, in the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah, perfectly said, man. It, it that those three things really just hit the nostalgia marks for me. And it made me excited, like instantly excited to see how this new Ghostbuster is going to come out. So we all know the reboot that they did with the all-female team. And I wasn't a big fan of that movie, so I was a little scared to see this new trailer. But it got it showed just little bits enough to get me excited for it again. No, yeah, same. Like I, knew, I, like I knew it was a teaser. I knew that like... Nothing had really leaked out that they were even making this movie, so the trailer wasn't going to show much. But like Jeremy said, it was the perfect teaser trailer. Like it caught the mood just right. Like the the music, it showed just enough. Like right, it's just the car, but like the car is awesome. Like it was a great trailer, and I'm I'm super stoked to to check out this movie. I I like maybe I shouldn't have this much faith, but I have total faith that um that the director. I don't think he would have even done it. Unless they came to him with like a really good script and he had a really good idea how to make it awesome, like he's not going to throw out junk, man. No, and, that, and that's exactly what what because he actually got interviewed uh, by Ke- it was actually he was actually on Kevin Smith's uh, podcast, Smodcast, um, that he did, and so Kevin Smith knew before the the trailer actually launched because he actually had, t- had told him, um, and so I guess what Ivan Reitman was saying, he's like, hey, you know what, I was the very first Ghostbusters fan. He was six years old on the set of the first Ghostbusters. And so he was basically on set during the entire filming of the original Ghostbusters. And he didn't want, he never wanted to touch his franchise from, from what Kevin Smith was, was saying. He never wanted to touch his franchise unless he could basically guarantee, you know what? He has something special that's basically going to wow audiences. And so yeah. apparently I said, there's a script out there that's just basically amazing that you want, Hey, you know what? This thing's being made. It's being fast tracked. And I said, and we're getting it in summer 2020. 
That's awesome. I'm yeah, glad that you cool. know he's he's wanting to take such careful steps because I think a franchise like that that's what it needs, and that's what we didn't get with the other reboot. They're just willing just to totally rewash and do something new, and it was silly and it didn't make a lot of sense. And, yeah. and like the just the the uh, just the feeling of it, right? It was the new the girl one was like super bright colors and just like you said fun and kind of goofy, and that's not how the first two Ghostbusters movies were at all. Right. So. That's why the trailer just felt more like the original Ghostbusters than, uh, than the, I don't know what to call it, the girl version. <laughs> I, I think that's what, what you do call it, is, is the girl version. I said, and it, it was, like I said, there were some good parts in that, regardless. Yeah. Like I said, it just, it just wasn't, to me, it, it just wasn't Ghostbusters. It was, it was, it was something completely else, something completely different. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It, it like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the original Ghostbusters by any means, but it was an okay movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure what I called it like Ghostbusters Academy or something. Just yeah, called it that's something all else. it needed. Yeah, that's yeah. all I needed. And like, well, and acknowledge the fact that the other Ghostbusters movie at least existed. Yes, like yeah. that's all they had to do. Somehow acknowledge that, and then it would have made it a whole lot better to me. Yeah. No, and I, I think that's why I I like just just this teaser trailer. It, it makes it seem like you know what. The Ghostbusters were a thing of the past, but someone's they, they they're basically something happened where they're trying to reboot this again. And I said because it's like they're in a barn, the car's covered. I said the pro. I said the guy's trying to fire up the proton packs and they're not working because you can keep on hearing him trying to fire it up, fire it up, fire it up. And like I said it finally fires up when it you know flashes you know summer twenty twenty across the screen. Um, I think this is going to be like I said an amazing continuation. What do you guys hope to see from a Ghostbusters 3? Uh, at least for me, I, I, I would hope to see Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd show up. Um, and maybe even Winston might show up too, you know? Um, that would be cool at least to see some of the original cast. They don't have to be Ghostbusters, but at least acknowledge maybe they help train the new Ghostbusters or something. Yeah, pass the torch somehow. Yeah. Even it's if even if it's like ah, I don't want to mess with this anymore. Get out of here, kids. That's fine. Right. Just acknowledge that it's there, and then they pass the torch. Yeah. Just yeah. like Larry said. No, and I, I'm hoping they they do something. I said I kind of like that. I, I wish I said I think there needs to be like a pass the torch. And I think if 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 you if you kind of look at some of the of how this actually kind of came to be. I have a feeling, you know, I said we're gonna get a Dan Aykroyd and a Bill Murray in this movie, um, just because I said so. Bill Murray originally said he's never gonna do this, um, but recently I said Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray got back together again for a different movie, um, kind of reprising their roles for a little bit in Zombieland Two. Uh, so if you remember Bill Murray in the first Zombieland, he said he he busted up the he busted up the Ghostbusters, and so they actually got Dan Aykroyd uh, for Zombie. Dagger and Bill Murray for Zombieland 2. So I'm thinking that kind of that rekindled some of that friendship again and kind of, okay, you know what? Let's, let's, let's do this. That'd be cool. Maybe, uh, maybe Rick Moranis might make a showing, you know? He's still around. Yeah, what right? else, is, what else is that guy doing? He hasn't well, done anything in so long. Well, he retired from acting. <laughs> yeah. To, to oh, raise a family. Yeah. Yeah. He retired from acting to raise a family and that's, that's all he wanted to do. Um, okay. and I'm hoping we get, we get a nod. Uh, to to Harold Ramey, um, from like I said, you know, yeah, long since he's passed away, but like I said, an Egon, a nod to Egon, uh, like maybe it's Egon's kid or or, or something, something there, 
in regards to that you want Egon is still around kind of in spirit or this would be awesome. This would be awesome. If they basically have, so maybe they, even they don't bring back all the original Ghostbusters, maybe they bring back, you know, like maybe Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd or, you know, just just one or two. Um, and then they encounter the ghosts of the original Ghostbusters. Oh, uh, that would be cool. I think that, that would, that would be kind of a, a cool transition as well. I don't, I don't know. I, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're cool with it, like it, right? Like it's their friend who died and stuff, but that would be, that would be kind of cool. Do you guys think uh, Sigourney Weaver might make an appearance? I think it goes back to what else is she doing? Yeah, true. Like, pro- probably, like if they asked her to, why not? Um, the scenes mentions in the chat that there's been a couple articles saying that it's following four teens. Hmm. I'd read that, but I really haven't read anything about it other than just watching the trailer. So, sure, that works for me. Yeah, I mean that makes sense if they're going to rebuild the franchise. Yeah, so. Br- Brian Rainey wants to see the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> if they don't like, bring that back, at least like a token just scene. Yeah, somehow, right? Yeah. I don't know how you do it, but there, there's got to be a way. Like, I mean, cool. PA's Figs, what's up? In and the I, chat. And I think, like I said, I think one thing that I, I, I kind of want to see too is, like I said, just I want to see all the old technology. I said I, I don't want them to. I don't want them to improve on anything. I want to see the traps that they the way they looked before. I yeah. want to see the proton packs exactly the way they looked before. I don't want to see any modernization of. I want them to basically be using all this equipment from the eighties. Yeah, like the proton packs don't need touch screens or yeah, something. exactly. I said, I said it, they literally leave it the way it is, and because you know what, they can't recreate it. It's that's what it is. And even the car, like I said, the car is the car, and like I said, they they barely get it running, and but it still works. And that's you don't want the car to be like a Mustang now, or yeah. something. I said it doesn't. I don't need basically Fast and the Furious meets oh. meets Ghostbusters. Even though Larry, I think you'd probably I play. Might, that. I He's might. Larry really. Excited. I might be okay with that actually. The Diesel comes. Yes, out. as a Ghostbuster. As a Come Ghostbuster. On. Like what is okay? Hold on. Like I know you're joking, but what? Did I, <laughs> let me let me adjust my in my seat real quick because we're getting serious. Uh, how awesome would that kind of be? Where like, du- uh, like Vin Diesel, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I I still need Paul Walker to be alive. Like bring right, like if Brian was there, like how awesome would it be to get like those four guys um, together? as Ghostbusters and just like the same characters, right? It's Brian, it's Dom, it's Letty. You gotta go fight some ghosts. Because the Buster would... busted the ghosts. Yes, the Ghostbusters. <laughs> the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I would love uh, can... like, figure out a way to make that happen. All right, so... I think in theory that sounds amazing, especially for Larry. I, would, I don't, I don't I know. It's, all right, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, might I'm, kill I'm, two I'm, franchises in one if you do that. I'm gonna earmark this for now, um, just because for future podcast episode. Because so we did this yeah. about a year ago. We need to come up with crazy movie ideas yeah. <laughs> again. And we we need Scott. Yeah, we need we need Scott. Yeah, for this. We do need Scott. Um, because I think I I, well, I remember specifically a crazy Star Wars ideas show episode that we did. Yes. I th- I think we need basically need to to rehash that again with combining franchises. Yeah, I I think that is a brilliant idea. Let's do it. Uh, uh, some great quotes in the chat, by the way. See, Brian's on board. If Brian's on board, like Hollywood's got a green light. 
It's got Vin Diesel being the muscle that scares the ghosts to run into the traps. Yes, absolutely. Right? It's about family. It's about family. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I ain't got proton packs. I've got family. <laughs> I ain't got uh, proton I packs. Know. i got family. Uh, why isn't this a movie? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I was joking before and giving a shit. I'm like, but you know what? I'm, I'm, trying, I'm now starting to think of it. I'm like, I could actually see this happening. You know how much money that would make internationally? <laughs> like, it might get just completely, like, shit on here, but, you know, I think it would be amazing. Larry, I said, if anything, we're, we're, I said, let, let's start a, let's start a change.org to basically do <laughs> a, <laughs> I thought we should, we, there should be an official uh, STS guys change.org, but you know what? Oh. Ghostbusters. Uh, Fast and the Furious meets Ghostbusters needs to happen. True. What, what would you call it? Okay, so just just because we're on the topic, what would you call that movie? If a movie like that existed, what what, what, what would we call that? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Like, literally, it's Ghostbusters. That's amazing. Done. I mean, I know usually Fast and Furious movies has to have Fast and Furious in it, but just Ghostbusters, like with with a T A S. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. It's it's like the crazy Green Lantern meets Planet of the Apes comic book crossover kind of stuff. Like it's it's ridiculous, but it's gotta happen. Oh, okay. bust in the busters. All right. Yeah. So, so now, like that, this this is why I love people in the chat. Brian Rainey is dropping some gold, not just any gold. <laughs> the Golden Girls. <gasps> what if? Brian. <laughs> what if the Ghostbusters genius were basically chasing the ghosts? Of the Golden Girls, I think I think Larry is gonna die right now just because you're basically creating basically all of his dream movies that are never gonna happen. But like oh. I said, a man can dream. Well done, Brian. Well done. Um, that would be amazing, right? Like, there's what that one scene in the library, at, or whatever. Like in Ghostbusters, it's the old lady ghost. I'm just picturing the four Golden Girls like sitting at a table in the library. Amazing. Sign me up. Take my money <laughs> they're just having their own scene they're not even interested in anybody watching them no right they're just i don't know doing whatever the golden girls do yeah right like just sitting around talking about old men yeah and blanche is basically getting all horned up and then you know yeah. this, you know yeah. stella's over here being all crotchety and yeah rose is being dumb rose is being dumb and, and dorothy dorothy's being sensible and trying to talk everybody into you know, some sense yep i love it that love, al- love, love it. That almost sounds like, what was it, Golden Palace? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Starring Don Cheadle. Oh, can we, can we talk about that real yeah. quick? Yeah. Larry found gold. He found some gold, because I didn't even know that it existed. Yeah, it was, co- well, it was collective gold. Uh, on Jeremy's last day at work, uh, we ended up on a side tangent looking up uh, the best TV spinoffs of all time. Uh, we found some good stuff, including the fact that the Golden Girls had a had a spinoff for one season called the Golden Palace, where uh, everybody but Dorothy uh, decides to buy a hotel and move to Miami, and they just run a hotel. But like the hotel manager is Don Cheadle, War Machine, and the cook is Cheech oh, yeah. Marion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some crazy cameos in that show. Well, they weren't even cameos, man. They were the co-stars. Well, that's true. They're like main characters. Yeah. So I haven't watched an episode yet. There's a couple episodes on YouTube. I, I still need to do that. Maybe, Scott, if you're listening, 
maybe there's an episode of this DS Guys podcast that Nate and Jeremy aren't going to be on, and Scott and I are going to do something weird. Maybe it could be the Golden Bells. Maybe. I think we can do better. It's on the table. Well, I, I, I think I think the thing that I'm most impressed of about the Golden Palace is it utilizes the same theme song as the Golden yeah. Girls. Just yeah. a new version of it. Yep. That would be amazing. Hey, when I you got some good titles. Yeah, when you got perfection, man, you you don't need to you don't need to mess with it that much. It's like when Oh, who's the, Ah, damn, I lost it. Um, it's like when that other girl who's popular now, just, <laughs> they got her to sing this theme song to Fuller House. I don't know who it is. I know you guys don't know who it is either. If anybody's going to know, it's me. I have no uh, idea. You can call it the Golden Podcast. Fuller House theme song. Golden showers and what? What? <laughs> what? I'm talking about golden showers, Larry. Get Carly Ray, Carly Ray Jepsen. <laughs> Shout out to Carly Ray Jepsen for doing the Fuller House theme. That's um, a, yeah, it's all about the Fuller House and the Golden Palace yeah, and so cool. the Ghostbusters. 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 Busting the busters. No, so definitely two trailers this week that we're super excited for. Like the, it's the Far From Home. And I said the Ghostbusters three teaser, legitimate teaser. Yes. I, I, yeah. I don't. It was, I have good no week. it was a good week for trailers. Man. It was a good week for trailers. The chat just lost it. I said uh, uh, Brian said golden showers. <laughs> Brian saying golden showers. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's getting weird. It's it late. is getting weird. It's getting late. It's getting weird. You know what I'm looking forward to? What are you looking forward to, Larry? Next week, I have the privilege of attending the WWE Royal Rumble on Sunday. Nice. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be my first ever uh, wrestling pay-per-view. Uh, friend of the podcast, Bears and Tanks, is also going. So hopefully we can uh, we can hang out a little bit. And like in two weeks, right? Because it takes place on Sunday. So we'll do our normal podcast this coming Saturday. My dogs are knocking all the stuff off my table. <laughs> um, anyway, it'll be, we'll do our normal podcast with the normal topic next weekend. But then the following weekend, we're going to do a Royal Rumble slash wrestling recap and just talk about favorite wrestling memories and all that stuff, too. And n- dropping next week is going to be our next giveaway. And it's been a minute since we've had a giveaway. But we are going to give away... <laughs> So it's not a super mega giveaway. It's just a normal giveaway. On Instagram, I'm going to give away this Ronda Rousey Funko Pop because Ronda Rousey is going to be at Royal Rumble fighting Sasha Banks for the women's title. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Nice. And I don't need this pop, so I'm going to offer it up to you guys. It's going to be super easy. You're going to go to Instagram. You're going to like the post. You're going to make sure you follow us, which you probably already do. And then you're going to tag some friends. And then you'll be able to enter and win. No reposting, nothing crazy, super easy, and get yourself a free pop. So you, you know what's awesome besides being an awesome WWE and also Ronda Rousey pop is cool. that they also just announced in the new Mortal Kombat game, yeah, Ronda Rousey is Sonya Blade. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to talk about that. Yep, that's pretty crazy, huh? Pretty yeah. crazy that she's the voice of Sonya Blade. Yeah, well, and uh, she did the motion capture. Yep, too. she did all the mocap. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a video like there's a I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, I think they released an official video where she's talking about being in it. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I was actually watching the live reveal uh, when they oh, nice. MK11. And I'm excited for MK11. If you guys haven't seen any of that 
footage, you need to go check it out. It looks really cool. Yeah, I know Scott wanted to talk about it a little bit today, but he wasn't able to make it. So, um, yeah, it looks awesome. I know everybody's super stoked for it. So it's going to be a cool game. So, so Larry, where is that contest going to be at? Instagram. And you can find it by following us at SDS Guys. Uh, <laughs> I'll also tweet about it on Twitter at SDS Guys. And I'll probably even post something on Facebook at the STS guys. And I am Larry from the STS guys. Shown like a villain. Yeah. But you're going to have to enter on our Instagram. So go to our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be easy for you guys to enter. Like Larry said, nothing crazy. No reposts. No, just a nice, comment. just a nice, probably starts on Friday, ends on Monday. Quick little contest just to give, just to give away a pop. And if you don't win, you can still grab that pop. For nine ninety five at shoemystore.com with the mint box guarantee. Go to shoemystore.com, enter code STS guys, and save yourself 10%. 10. 10. A 10. 10. 10. Nice. All right. 10%. So I think that does it for this week's episode of the STS guys. So for episode 68 of the STS guys, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's been Nate. And Scott's, and Scott's out six. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and I'm Scott, but he's uh, not there. Okay, I, I didn't find the, the clip, but I said for next week I will have the clip ready. Okay, I, cool. I will have the clip ready for the Scott's out six. So future Scott, Scott's out six story come next week, and I think it'll be awesome to see Scott's reaction to Scott's out six. So just, yeah, play without coming. Yes, absolutely. All right, so for episode 68, we're the SCS guys. Have a great night.